This one goes out to the conscious entrepreneurs here to make a difference in a big way. Welcome to the Heart, Soul, and Guts podcast. You've got the vision. You've heard the call. The world needs what you have to give, and you're ready to show up. Exactly how that's going to happen, that part's not so clear. Dreaming it and living it, two very different things. Deep breath, sister, you're in the right place. Amy Biondini is crazy about people and about business, and she's here to help you. It's time to get out of stuck and into action aligned with your soul. Are you ready? Here's Amy. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a huge honor and a pleasure to be with you and sharing with your listeners. Lovely. Thank you so much. Why don't you go ahead and kind of give me the Cliff Notes version of your life story? What are the highlights? Highlights. Mm. Okay, I'll keep it as brief as I can because there's a lot of stuff there. Basically, I've been in Dubai almost 14 years now and I started off my career out here as a swimming coach. With my husband, I was out here with my husband's career, but unfortunately, I developed skin cancer. Mm. So I had to leave my job. But I threw myself into a futures trading, which is trading the financial markets, um, which I loved as well. I, I loved it as much as teaching small children to swim. Mm-hmm. A great yeah. passion of mine. But during this time, while I was trading, we were actually over leveraged ourselves, my husband and I, with, with property. And when the stock market crashed, we really got caught up in it and got into a, a very big financial mess. That was a, a very painful time. We'd made some really bad decisions and it was not easy. I've also suffered an incredibly destructive relationship with my mum for most of my life, for, for at least 30 years now. And during this time with this financial mess we were in and this relationship was deteriorating and getting worse, I really had no idea what to do next. I did not know uh, where to turn or the next step, you know, to make in my life because everything seems such a mess. Mm. And whilst we were uh, back in the UK, staying with my mum and dad, you know, I was was almost at breaking point here with with the situation we were in. And I just asked my mum just to really accept me and love me for who I was. And the reply I got was, no, I can't. And another thing is, I'm not going to change either. So that was a big, a big turning point in my life for me. Um, I got back on that plane and I had a decision to make whether I was going to have basically no relationship at all mm. or whether I was going to change myself. And that's exactly what I did. But I think my biggest strength at that time was I knew I couldn't do it alone because I didn't know what to do. So I sought help. Mm-hmm. And uh, I embarked on a coaching course. And basically from that coaching course that changed my financial career as well in the futures market. So that not only, you know, that really started improving as I needed to take more risk and leverage during the traumatic financial time we were having. Mm-hmm. But even more so than that, during this process, I completely healed the relationship that I'd had with my mum totally alone so that that was that was quite an amazing transformation for me and I was invited by the company I had done the coaching course with to be a coach myself so that's what I did and that's why I'm that's why I'm doing what I'm doing and where I am today up until fairly recently I was also trading the the financial futures market but I've now left that behind and I'm a full-time coach dedicating my life to helping women 
um, who are suffering perhaps this very challenging time in their lives of, of their 40s, you know, 40s, 50s and onwards. Mm. So thank you, Amy. That's where I am. Wow. There's a lot in there that got you to this point. Yes, there, uh, there, there is. It's been almost poignant. I was talking to somebody yesterday and she said, if you hadn't developed skin cancer, would you still be teaching swimming in the school? I, I was outside a lot. We live in Dubai. It's very hot. So that, that, that was the, the issue was, um, was being outside. And I said, do you know, I probably would have stayed swimming because I loved it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't that I didn't like it anymore. So it's funny how life goes, you know. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's incredibly funny and kind of what what seemingly bad things can kind of open up in different ways. Yeah, which has certainly happened for me, but it didn't seem that like that at the time. You know, I thought, oh, no. my God, what am I going to do now? You know, it was it was very traumatic at the time. No, I can imagine when you're in the midst of it, you're just, it just seems huge, doesn't it? You can't, mm. you almost can't even see the way out. No, no, exactly. I, I was, it was incredibly stressful. But if I'd known what I know now, then you know, I would have been fine. Yeah. Which which makes you be, the idea of you being a coach for kind of women in a similar situation absolutely perfect because you have the experience. Yes, and and it's that that drives me mm-hmm. very much so. So when you kind of went into coaching, did you know straight away that that was who you wanted to help? Kind of women in similar situations, or I didn't actually. No, okay. I mean I I I was trained as you know a, a life coach, so helping you know all, all different areas. But I was very very fortunate. I was actually given ten clients from a a slimming group in Dubai. It's similar to to Weight Watchers, and I was able to help these ladies, and it was so incredibly rewarding. I, I couldn't believe it, and the different stages that they got to and they came to me with one issue and and we fell into another and they developed and grew and with my past experience it just it was like a jigsaw puzzle it just made perfect sense to you know it was women that I really resonated with and felt so much for that it kind of grew from there being very fortunate to have been you know, given some people to help. So that, that, that's where it stemmed from. So when did you know that you'd found something that you both enjoyed and that could kind of be a, a viable financial business? I guess fairly soon on, fairly soon on, I mm. realised, wow, this is this is fulfilling every need of mine, not just a couple of them, you know, because I'm a, a real people person. And I, I guess if, if I look back now, I have been helping people, you know, all of my life, mm-hmm. but not in the... You know, not in a structured way, if you like. And so now it really is, it is like a jigsaw coming together. And uh, the realisation of everything that's happened to me in my life has, has all been for a reason, because I wouldn't have the understanding, the, the compassion that I have for people with um, going through things in, in their life. So it just makes sense. No, absolutely. And it's interesting because I guess on the surface that being a swimming coach, being a financial futures and then being a midlife coach, they can seem kind of fairly different. This is a different, fairly different industries. So I'm interested to see what kind of, what is the core theme that runs through those? Yeah, it's very different. I mean, the, um, the swimming coach, I, I guess at the time I, I did that, I'm a very active person. I love sport and I was actually invited to be a coach 
swim coach myself so and it fitted in with my kids because I'm a full-time mom and I've just done bits and pieces of work supporting my husband in his career as we've traveled around the country and over to Dubai with, with my husband's career so I've, I've been very much supporting my husband and, and fitting in with the children so that's why I took the the swimming job and I got a huge it was very rewarding hugely rewarding to see these little these little kids you know crying in the first week and eight weeks later they're they're up and swimming and to go to the the futures market yeah wow what a what a change but I, I think yeah it was a challenge there again I mean I'm very much one you know I enjoy a challenge and it was a challenge to be a swimming coach because I it was brand new you know to me to Dubai I hadn't uh, I didn't previous experience. I had to get the qualifications very quickly, uh, and that's what I did. So, to get into the futures market, my main issue, my main reason really at the time was because I wanted something then to fit in with my husband, with his career. He's a pilot. So I wanted to be able to have time off and work my hours, which it did fulfill, without a doubt. The trading very much fulfilled. But when you look at it like that, Amy, it's, it's a funny question. It's These things have all been fitting in, which have been fine. You know, I, I, I've loved it and enjoyed every minute of, of what I've done. Mm-hmm. But now this is, this is my time, you know. Okay. And this is me now, and the children are grown up. And, yeah, this, it's time for me. I love that. So how do you manage kind of being a coach and having having been your time with being a wife and being a mum and all the other kind of hats you wear in your life? I think time management is is probably the most crucial and the hardest thing to manage because when you're throwing yourself into your own project, your own business, you can end up just wanting to do it 24 hours a day. But, But life is about balance. And what really grounds me is... What I say to my clients, you know, I very much need to do myself and I'm continually reminding and helping clients, you know, to gain that life balance, mm-hmm. you know, between working, family, children's, friends, etc. And when we need to do that for ourselves. So that that is one of the hardest things I find is to cut off from what I'm doing, because if. If it was just little old me living on my own, I probably would do it 24-7. <laughs> what do you think is kind of the biggest thing that you learn in terms of how your mindset shifted kind of now that you're in business for yourself? Because it is different, you know, working for yourself, being your own boss. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is that the drive has to come from you. There's no one telling you what to do, mm. you know, you, and, and there's no one. There's only you, you know, you are the boss, you are the person, you are the person who sweeps the floor you're the ceo you you are it you know yes. and there's there's no one kind of also there to share it with you know whereas when you're an employee there's quite often a few of you yeah it, it's you alone you know when you stand whatever's happened at the end of the day you are accountable you know you you can't start saying it's our company policy or whatever you know because you're making the company policies <laughs> that's very true very true <laughs> so how do you stay focused how do I stay focused? I have a routine, and, and this is what I really help my clients with, is what I call the blueprint of how to stay positive, stay focused, stay on track. So for me, one of the, the main things I love is meditation. Meditation I find very grounding. It reminds me of who I am and where I'm going. So I, I try and incorporate meditation every day. I love running. I'm a very keen runner. And I find actually when I'm out there running, it's a form of meditation for me. I I just feel a million miles away and I can really just be 
me as well. So it's a case of finding what works really for you and journaling. Journaling is a great way of expressing you know those those highlights and those those lowlights and, and learning and learning from them. I love meditation and I do meditate myself, although I don't have a meditation practice as such. But I'm interested to see your kind of your viewpoint on how you think meditation can help entrepreneurs in kind of getting grounded and kind of finding their way. Because I think if, you, if you're new to meditation, people don't always necessarily do the link of how that can help their entire life. I think some people just look at meditation and think, oh, it's woo-woo, you know, it's Mm -hmm. inside of this, you know, and and, and I don't need to sit there to relax, you know, I can watch TV and whatever. And they're totally right. I mean, meditation, a byproduct, I would say, of meditation is relaxation. But if you want to relax, you, you don't have to meditate. Yes, you can watch television, you can go for a drink with friends, you can read a book, you can have a hot bath, whatever it is. But for meditation, I would say in the modern world, how it helps us is it it really does keep us focused and, you know, being in the now, which is what meditation does for me. It keeps me now present, who I am today, exactly what I'm doing now, not what belief system I had from yesterday or not what worry I might have for later on that day or tomorrow. So the, the the main focal point of meditation for me is it keeps me now. Where am I today? What am I doing now? Yes, I've got a million and one tasks I want to complete. But what am I doing today? What needs completing now? So meditation for me really does help me to keep present and, you know, not having that worry um, that you have got a lot of things to do and, and what and the unknown and, and everything else. And and also those those things that crop up from the past. So. I think that, that that's the main the main thing how it can help entrepreneurs is to keep you very grounded and focused and not pulled in every direction because we can everyone has got an opinion and an idea and perhaps we should be doing this we should be doing that and it's then difficult to make that decision for ourselves or oh boy what what should I be doing you know so it does help and how how do you think kind of taking care of ourselves contributes to our success or do you think it contributes to our success I do, Amy, hugely. I really do. And I I think taking care of yourself, and I really promote this with my clients, is a very selfless act. And if I I guess because we live in Dubai and everybody gets on a plane at one point and another, but I don't know if you remember, they don't really do it these days when the stewardesses on the, the flight, they when they're doing their air safety checks, they will remind us that if we lose oxygen, we need to put the oxygen masks on ourselves first and our children second, you know, because we really do. And, and that's an analogy that I, I put across because... If we are looking after ourselves and happier within ourselves, are feeling better about ourselves, our self-esteem is boosted, we are going to naturally be a better wife, a better friend, a better parent, a better colleague from purely feeling better about ourselves. So it is actually a very selfless act to take care of ourselves because it affects everybody around us. And if we're not feeling good, guess what? that is going to spill over onto the people, you know, who are near us. Absolutely, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that can be a big challenge for entrepreneurs, particularly in the early days, is carving out that time for them because there are so many demands on their time and all these things we should be doing on social media and kind of trying to get get new clients in that I think actually finding time for yourself is probably one of the biggest challenges for a lot of entrepreneurs getting started. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. And and the way round it really is just to plan, you know, and to make that a habit. So for me, you know, I get up in the morning, cup of tea, meditation. So I have linked the meditation to the cup of tea. And if I know the next morning I'm up early, the night before I have planned that day. So I either do a much shorter meditation or I fit it in somewhere else. So I think planning is absolutely crucial or you can just yeah, all this stuff can just get forgotten mm. no, definitely plan to put yourself first how do you think having your own business is kind of impacting the rest of your life I think having your own business, it doesn't feel like work for, for starters. I mean, some of the, I know we mentioned earlier, you and I, when we were having a chat, the technical side of things. Now, that's a massive challenge for me. And that does feel like work, to be fair, when that's when the computer freezes and I can't download what I want to download, etc. That does feel like work. But on the whole, because we love what we do, you know, we, we really do. And it comes from the heart. It isn't like getting up and working for somebody else, you know, because you want to do it. There's a massive difference there that you actually want to do. And my friends struggle with this, particularly my friends who are not very happy in their their line of work and, and don't really see a way out of it. They don't understand that I'm very happy to have an afternoon listening to a webinar, writing a PDF, or whatever it is. You know, it's part of me. I, I don't class it as work as such. So I think that's the big thing. And how do you navigate kind of the marketing and sales part of being in business? Because you're right, we were in business because we're doing something that we love. But mm. then it is also a business and we need to kind of present it to the world because we also need to have something that financially sustains us. So how do you kind of manage that? I mean, that that's the, the aspect that I would say is the most difficult for me because if I was just to sit at home and people knock on the door or ring me up and um, that would be easy. You know, you just coach. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the easy side of it. But the business side, yeah, it is more difficult. And I, it was very interesting. I was sent an email a little while back now of a silver parcel with a red ribbon on it. And this lady said to me, you need to start unwrapping yourself and holding a bigger space for people to know what you're doing because you really can't sit at home you know you really do need to to get the message out there so the business side of it is something that yes I I do struggle with but I think once you get a plan and I do have a a plan at the moment which is very exciting I think it's easier so it, it goes back again with the planning you know if you're struggling with that business side you really need to to have a plan, not just sort of hope and see what happens and just hope you're going to get the next client, etc. You know, you really need to plan the best way for you to develop it. I think planning is, is key, and it sounds like a, you're a very good planner. I, I try. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I've uh, obviously been on your website, and I know you a little bit, so I can see that you use different kind of healing modalities as part of your coaching. And I'm interested mm-hmm. to know how kind of those weave into your coaching practice. Right. I mean, I do offer different, as I offer meditation as part of it. You know, I'll, I'll take someone through several meditation practices to see if it really is something for them. If it's not, it's not going to affect their, you know, their, their outcome at all with the coaching. I also offer and go through EFT, which is Emotional Freedom Technique. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you heard of that one before, have, Tapping? Yeah. I've had Tapping yeah. before. Very okay. powerful. Yes, it, it can be. It can be very good for people with anxiety issues, with physical pain. 
tapping uses actually the same meridians as they use in acupuncture but without the needles and it releases the blockages in the energy that goes around the body so it can be have quite a dramatic effect on people so I do like to bring these modalities in I'm also a theta healer myself I'm an advanced theta healer which is a very very deep level the theta healing is actually the state of our mind when we are in a sleep actually and I'm able to access that level and it, it gives me very good answers it touches in with my intuition and helps me my emotional and my spiritual and also my business side as well so it brings it all together so I do use different modalities in my coaching practice but it doesn't mean to use all of these or any of these for somebody you know to reach the place where they want to be they're just tools in my toolbox if you like yeah so if there's somebody listening today who's kind of on the brink of you know a big change they're in that they're in that dark place where they, they can't see a way out what would you what would your advice be mm. as a first step because i think sometimes when you're in the middle of it just even knowing what to do next can be a challenge i totally agree and although it may seem like a small step to some people it, it's enormous just to recognize that you don't want to be where you are you know you just do not what you don't know what to do next and this is i would say about 99 percent of my clients have no idea of the next step they're going to take in life whether that's career business finance relationship health you name it they, they've tried everything in their power that they know and they don't know what to do next so i think if you can reach out and ask for help that's an enormous step an enormous step and you really are recognizing that i don't want to be where i am anymore and I believe every successful person today doesn't do it alone. We all do it. You know, it, it's, it's a massive sign of strength to reach out there for help. But also coaching isn't perhaps the right thing for everybody at that moment in life as well. Mm-hmm. So I would really encourage somebody who is who's really not in a good place, doesn't know what to do next and really can't see themselves feeling any better is just to try some free resources. You know, there's some free resources on my website under the free resources page. You can even have a discovery call for half an hour. We'll see if coaching's right for you, if you feel you're able to take that step. But I would start just looking into it yourself. Just just make a start for anyone out there. Just, just look what's around. Just see what's around, what help is around. And take it from there. And look at it as a sign of strength not a sign of weakness and you don't have to do it alone I promise you it's what been the, the greatest thing for me is asking for that help and really recognising wow I've messed up but you know what I don't want to stay here anymore I don't know what to do next but I'm going to find out I'm going to find someone who's going to help me I'm completely with you on that and I think it can be it's almost countercultural in the idea that asking for help is actually a strength and not a weakness that we don't need to go it alone yeah Mm. yeah it is and I I think that message you know needs to get through you know through to society as a whole because I think there is a taboo message around it that it is it is not acceptable to accept that help when things aren't you know going well shifting focus a little bit Mm -hmm. I know at the moment there's a massive move to kind of more and more people kind of in their midlife either when their kids are left home or kind of when they're in retirement are setting up their own businesses and kind of going out alone because as you said in your, your intro it is their time and they're kind of they wanting to do what 
want to be a business for themselves and do what really lights them up. Would you have any advice for them on kind of what to do and kind of how to get started if they're just wondering, is it something they can really do? I think in the very beginning, you need to follow your passion. You've, you've definitely got to, you know, feel passionate about it mm-hmm. and, and writing things down, you know, just, just purely getting a piece of paper, putting pen to paper and everything that you love doing, just write down everything you love doing and then source the internet, you know, source information. So once you've got your passion, you decide, yes, I really want to help people or whatever it is you want to do in life start looking you know the first place to look nowadays is quite often on the internet what's available are there online courses i can do what sort of knowledge do you need you know and and ask people ask for help don't be frightened ask for help yeah i really want to do this you know go on facebook see what other people are doing on facebook maybe they got a similar interest to you but if it's your passion you follow your passion everything else will follow behind so it sounds like you'd really encourage them just to dive in and get started and see what's possible. Absolutely. And it's it's all about taking action because if you sit there and just dream and lie on your couch all day, it's never going to come to you. You have to take action. It's really important to take that step. And you know what? If it's not the right step, you know that. You've taken action. You are further, you're that much nearer to your goal because you know that's not the right way, you will then take another step. So all these steps are taking you nearer to your goal. So it's all about forward movement and getting into momentum. Mm, Absolutely, Amy, yeah. If you could go back to when you first started your business, what advice would you give yourself? What would you do differently? What would I do differently? Do you know what? I would have done it a lot sooner. Well, probably 10 years earlier. Okay. Yeah. So I guess my next question is, why didn't you start 10 years earlier? Yeah, Uh, good question, that one. I didn't start because I guess I kind of, I wasn't ready. You know, it it didn't even occur to me. I mean, the fact that I was invited really to be a coach myself. Yeah, it didn't occur to me. It wasn't wasn't part of my journey. But I don't have regrets because those 40s of mine have have given me great experience. But yeah, for, for anyone else out there, don't wait. You know, don't. What, what are you waiting for? You know, don't wait. Get go now. Just go for it. Do it. Just do it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a quote or a mantra that you live by? A few mantras. I'll. Um, I think this is a really good one for this time of year because everybody's really busy at the moment with one thing or another, and and who isn't? Everyone you speak to is busy, aren't they? So true. <laughs> Great mantra is when you're short on time. Is just to say to yourself time expands to meet my needs and, and see what happens see what happens I think that's one that you could use all year round yeah I mean it's we're um, always, bu- always busy everyone is aren't they but busy yeah. doing what you know people mostly are just wasting time when you actually get down to the nitty gritty there's a lot of procrastination there and we're busy doing nothing that is incredibly true <laughs> that is incredibly true and sometimes it's uh, we get caught up in busy work and it feels like we're doing things, but when we actually look at it, we're not we're not making we're not making the choices that move us forward. It, it, yeah, exactly. Amazingly helpful resources that you found, either for life or business. Yeah, I think the the one that people have used my most often to to really help them with not even meditation, just just calming, you know, just to feel calm and to get in a good frame of mind is a, it's a free app. Mm-hmm. And it's www.calm.com. Mm-hmm. And there's several different tunes they have on there from the sound of the ocean to rustling leaves, 
to gentle wind noises. There's, there's some really, there's some nice tunes on there just to relax you. There's guided meditations as well. And you can just simply put it on for five minutes, 10 minutes or, or anywhere up to 20 minutes. And it's all free. So it's a great resource if you just need to, you know, take yourself away, refocus, reground yourself. And it's a good, it's a good start into meditation as well. So yeah, that's www.calm.com. Beautiful. And I have actually been on calm.com and I have an app as well. And I must say, I love it. Yeah, great. So who are your teachers, guides and experts? Who do you kind of look to for inspiration? As well as running my own coaching business, I am actually a coach for the company Mind Movies. Mind Movies, they're based in San Diego and I do coaching or clients who are going through the coaching course there. So the company is co-owned by Natalie Ledwell and she's she's a huge inspiration to me. Um, she's taught me most of the things I know today and she, she's been wonderful. She's been an absolute incredible part of my life. And another lady at the moment who has been really helping me on the business side and my business coach is Nicole Jensen. And she is, she's also an amazing lady who's really been helping me at the moment. And, and as I say, we all need help. Don't even try to do it alone. These, there are people out there who will help you. So what's going on at the moment in your life and your business that you're most excited about? There's a few things at the moment. I've just launched a PDF book on how to be amazing in your life. Mm -hmm. This was co-written by another lady called Judy Rofe, who basically expanded on my insights that have come from my coaching course. So there's some great ideas in that um, of how I've made my personal transformation and how the, the helpful tips that I give to my clients as they go through their courses so it's like a it's like a preamble if you weren't sure about coaching it, it'll give you a, a brilliant insight into into what coaching is all about so that's just being launched actually now I'm also about to launch my second Udemy online course and that's all about how to create a clear goal and a really inspiring intention. So I'm very excited about doing that. And I'm involved in a project out here where we are implementing a schools project for children aged 6 to 11. So that's very exciting to get this into schools out here in Dubai as well. So, yeah, there's some great things going on. And I'm expanding my business as well on the ground in Dubai as well as online so um, and that's particularly with my niche in, in women in helping women so I've got a couple of new courses coming up next year as well so yeah busy but but yeah. love it all lots going on lots of good stuff going yeah. on so now everyone's had a little bit of a chance to get to know you how can they say hello and keep in touch I think probably the easiest thing is to go onto my website and just have a browse around there, you know, have a have a real look around as to there's some free resources on there. You can find out who I am. It explains all the what, what I do in the coaching courses. And then you can book a half an hour session with me to see if coaching's right for you. And so if you go to www.womensmidlifecoach.com, You'll find a lot of information there, and I'll take it from there, really. Wonderful. Louise, thank you so much for your time today. It's been amazing to talk to you, and thank you for sharing this beautiful uh, wisdom with us. Thank you so much. It's been a huge pleasure, and been, I've had a wonderful half an hour with you. Thank you very much indeed. 
Thanks for listening, gorgeous. Love what you heard? Leave a review on iTunes because that helps people find the show. Then get your sweet self over to heartsoulandguts.com and join the convo. And by the way, thanks for being you because the world needs more dreamers who get stuff done.